You are listening to Radio Maria Canada. We now present the Health Hub, hosted by Kathy Biasi. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Health Hub. I'm Kathy Biasse, your host, and along with our producer, Alex Diaz, we would like to welcome you to our show this morning. Good morning, Alex. Very good morning to you, Kathy, and good morning to our listeners. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? Not too bad. I've had a, a really productive uh, few days this week. I was actually able to set aside some time for me to... Uh, actually plan out my work week rather than just relying on, uh, on my, uh, on my muscle memories and my, <laughs> and my brain power, but uh, it's been helpful and, and it's been great to see check marks on the list. Isn't it? But don't you always t- find too, that you're always adding to the bottom of the list. Now there's a nice balance between muscle memory and writing things down. I think you kind of have to do a bit of both, but writing things down surely makes you see quite quickly what you've got, uh, what you've got on your to-do list. Helps prioritize things too. So it does. I, I, I have three calendars, Alex. I'm not very good at doing that. I've, I bounce back. I've been so toying with trying to get one calendar put together because inevitably once, twice a week, I'm missing something from one calendar. I forget one. I had uh, this past week, I was flipping through our schedule, you know, for the health hub, which is on a completely different schedule than my personal one and my business one. And I was just flipping through. And for some reason, I stopped on the following week. So as I do, everybody with uh, most of the guests, I I have a little chat with them, you know, a week or so beforehand, just to introduce myself. And we we sort of get together the show, what we want to do. And um, I sat down and I was late. I sat down like five minutes before because I was, you know, in my mind, I'm just having a little chat. And I sat down, I look at my calendar that's on the screen and it's got today recording. And I thought, recording, what have I done wrong? Alex, in three minutes, I pulled together the show, got my microphone and headphones set up, went to um, call, like zoom in. I couldn't find it was it was. And then I realized, like, after all of this, yeah. that I was a week ahead. It was it, it, you know, writing things down can be a very, very good thing to do. It really helps you focus in on something. So I, I am all over the place, but I had a small panic attack. Yeah, I've had I've had many experiences like that, but yes, it's it's good to good to have a plan in place. Well, it's funny how the mind can do that. Like I knew that I was sitting down for this; it was just going to be a chat, and I don't have you know I have an understanding of who I'm chatting with, but I don't have a show prepared. And I'm th- I, yeah. I, after I sat back and I thought, what what are you doing? You know, you knew <laughs> it was the <laughs> oddest thing. Anyways, on to today's show. Today's show a honesty that you won't typically hear from. Uh, I, for people that are putting well, it over the well airwaves. Yeah, well done. <laughs> well, you. you know what? I, 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 I take solace in some of the things that I do. You know, it's, 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 
I just have to, you know, nod my head and say, okay, you know what, that's fine. And, and the thing is, though, um, you know, our listeners, I'm sure they, they appreciate the, 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 the openness and the approach that you're providing the program just to give them a bit of an insight as to your preparation. So it's, Thank uh, you. it's a wonderful thing that you did. So. And if people don't know by now, I make a ton of mistakes, but that's okay. I move on. I press forward. It, it is what it is. Exactly. <laughs> uh, today's show is being taped, so no opportunity for calling in. One day that will change. One day that line will change, and we will be back in the studio. Uh, but please do follow us on our social sites. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and we are at the Health Hub RMC on all three destinations. And please do feel free to email us at thh at radiomaria.ca. Um, today's guest is Sean Nisbet, and I met Sean oh, was about five years ago, and it was the reason that I met her was was it was just uh, the universe, you know, we collided in space. Um, my friend and I, my next door neighbor at the time, we wanted to carve out a, a, a space in the week that we could get together catch up, you know, and get a little bit of exercise. We had done yoga for a while and we thought we'd change it up a bit. So we thought, hey, you know, let's let's take a a Thursday morning it was at the time and uh, let's do something and, you know, have a coffee and all that. And um, so, you know, as with all good intentions, we knew that if we were going to stay committed to doing this, that we needed a structured program. Um, you know, when you just plan to, to meet whatever, obviously things get in the way. And, you know, the, the, for me anyways, sometimes if, if it's not a solid commitment, it prioritizes much farther down the list. So we, we saw an ad for Sean's Nordic uh, pole walking program, and we thought that it was like just perfect, like it was just what we needed. So we went for the training session, and uh, Sean gives uh, a session on how to do this properly, and we bought our poles, and we thought, okay, we're set. And we signed up for the, a walk. There was a, a group of, I think, mainly women. I think there were a couple of men in there. But we signed up for our weekly walks. And um, the Thursday, we the first Thursday, we set off. Everything was great. And But we soon found out um, that this wasn't a leisurely stroll. In fact, uh, we were huffing and puffing so much that we couldn't even keep up a conversation with each other. We were just trying to keep up with the group. It was, uh, it was, it was very enlightening. Um, we're walking with this group. It was a complete full body workout. The next day, my triceps were on fire. My calves were sore, but I was so stoked at how much of a workout this was and being outside that I I was really pumped to go, to go back. And we really did enjoy um, our time doing the the Nordic pole walking. So um, it's really a wonderful, wonderful exercise. And Sean's here to explain, explain what it is, uh, the health benefits of it. It's, it's something that, that everyone can do. And Sean, uh, Sean Nisbet is a certified holistic nutritionist, a yoga teacher, a certified fitness consultant, a body mind eating coach and master Nordic pole walking instructor for Canada. Nordic pole walking is the fastest growing low impact exercise in North America and provides wonderful benefits for health, wellness, and fitness for people of all ages and fitness level. 
Sean has been teaching this, uh, the wonderful health benefits of this uh, unique technique of Nordic pole walking for over 11 years. And she's going to join us today and uh, give us a real deep dive into just what Nordic pole walking is. And speaking from personal experience, it is a fantastic way to enjoy the seasons, to get outdoors uh, meet people if if you if you can talk while you're walking, but just a fantastic way to exercise. So some of our learning points and talking points will be what is Nordic pole walking, an explanation of that, uh, some of the health benefits that have been attributed to Nordic pole walking, and what the difference between trekking and Nordic pole walking is. So everybody, please stay tuned. It's a wonderful conversation that we'll be having with Sean Nisbet. We'll be back in a few minutes.
are listening to Radio Maria Canada. We now continue with the program, The Health Hub, hosted by Kathy Biasi. Welcome back, everybody. As mentioned, this show is being taped, so unfortunately, no opportunity for calling in. But please do follow us on our social sites. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and we are at the Health Hub RMC on all those spots. Sean, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for inviting me, Kathy. It's so nice to circle back. I was telling everybody in the introduction that I, I think it was five years ago that I, I first met up with you. We both went to CSNN, the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we caught up with the Nordic Pole walking and uh, just fantastic. It's just a fantastic exercise. And I can't wait for you to tell everybody about it because um, we don't see a lot of these people on the street with these poles walking around. So it's obviously not as deeply entrenched as you would like. But first off, what brought you to this space? You've had so many sort of athletic endeavors and specialties. How did you land on Nordic pole walking? Well, it is kind of a long story, but so years and years ago, I got in this industry and I was mainly in fitness. So, you know, back then I was a dancer for about 20 years. I was a rower for Canada and I ran gyms. So I got in the fitness and nutrition industry really because I liked the fitness industry. And back in the 80s and 90s, (laughs) um, Jane Fonda told me no pain, no gain. So that's where we lived. We lived in these crazy aerobic classes thinking we had to kill ourselves. During all that time, I always had a Wednesday morning walk. So even all these crazy aerobic classes and dance classes I was teaching, Wednesday morning at nine was my walking group. And that started about 1980, maybe 1981. So we always walked. Well, years later, people were asking me, Sean, what about that Nordic pole walking? And I'd go, oh, I better look into that. Well, as life does, we don't. Then they say, Sean, have you heard about the Nordic pole walking? I said, oh, I got to look into that. Right at that time, my walking group wanted to get fitter. Sometimes to get fitter, you have to pick up your pace or find hills to climb. Well, we started doing a thing called race walking, which I think is odd. And for the first time in my career of being athletic, I started to get hurt. My knees were hurting. My hips were hurting. I was going, shoot. Well, that morning... When I was in pain doing the race walking, silly walk, uh, three women were walking towards us on the trail and they had poles. And I went, I think that's what people have been asking me about. And as we passed them doing this silly walk, the one lady looks at me and she goes, amateur. (laughs) And I thought, oh, my goodness. Well, my group was upset. I said, nope, there's a reason for that. Did I look into it? No, I didn't. But as you know, I have four children. They are 25, 27, 29, and 31. Well, many years ago, one of them was diagnosed with diabetes 1, not a happy day for me, and continues not to be a good day with diabetes 1. But I started getting the newsletters from the Diabetes Association. So one day I got it, and it was saying Dr. Klaus Schweinbach from Germany will be coming to Sunnybrook Hospital to teach a Nordic pole walking clinic. And I went, oh, geez, I guess I better go now. So off I went. I was in a parking lot. Dr. Klaus was there. There's about 35 of us. He's handing out the poles. We're using them. And I'm thinking, this is kind of interesting. As soon as I got to the part of the clinic where I actually was using the poles, I went, this is brilliant. You mean I can use all these muscles and I'm just walking? So after that, I actually purchased about 30 sets of poles, crazy me, but I went, I love this. It was just instantaneous. So I emailed my walking group, 
who that group had been with me for years. And I said, when we meet next week, I will be walking with poles. And I left it at that. And I could hear the chuckles through the airwaves. Like, (laughs) is she injured? She's not that old. Why is she using poles? So I got to the walk. I'm using the poles. They thought this was just hilarious, but nobody could keep up with me. And then I said, when we meet on the Thursday morning, I'm going to teach you how to Nordic pole walk. I bought poles. I'm going to loan you each a set. And I did. And I taught what Dr. Klaus had taught me. And at the end of that clinic, I said, now you guys have to decide. Do you want to go back to the silly race walking or should we take this on? Unanimous, that group turned into a Nordic pole walking group. And we've been together Nordic pole walking for 11 years. Amazing. Yeah, it's funny. You you talk about beating them all with the poles. I was going to say this in my introduction, but I, I, I thought, I don't know if that's right. I think the first time that I went with you, with my neighbor, we walked eight kilometers in just over an hour. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. You walk faster. You know, my group who's with me now, we haven't done it for years because I just can't give up the training time. But we started, and these are women who have never been like really, you know, athletic in a way of competition, but we started to do 5K races, and they thought that was great, but we walk eight in a normal walk. <laughs> and then we started to do 10Ks, and many years ago, I said, okay, I'm, ta- I'm going to have you guys train for a half marathon. The mean age is 72. We've, we've gone, we did three of them. The first one we did, they could not believe that afterwards they were not sore, And we upset all the slow runners because we could keep up to them or pass them. And they were not happy about that because people had this perception that we're walking with poles or Nordic pole walking because we have to, because there's something wrong and we need these for balance. No, we're walking with them because we choose to. It is. It's amazing how fast you go. And as I was saying, it is a full body workout. This is not a walk in the park. And you, you people who have been exercising all the way, and again, I can account and I can attest to this, the injuries start to pile up mm-hmm. if you're not doing things properly. When you're in your 20s and you're not running properly, you can get away with it. When you're in your 50s and you're not running properly, the knees, the hips, the ankles. And I think sometimes people get this impression that when they, they slow it down and they do something like incorporate poles and it's it's a it's a give up it is so not a give up it is such an intense workout this wasn't originated in canada obviously the name is nordic pole walking can you give us a brief history of how this came into be yeah so it actually started in finland so in europe which there's i don't know 80 million people. It's ridiculous. It's actually the German market saturated years ago, the Finnish market saturated, meaning how many poles were sold and how many people walk it. It's been a real slow growth in Canada, but the last year I was seeing it increase. And since COVID, it is off the charts, Mm -hmm. but it's just because people say, Sean, I have nothing better to do. And I said, well, at least that gets you into a clinic. And then they go, what? So it originated in Finland. So in Europe, they already have trekkers. What is a trekker? A trekker is a person who uses a trekking pole, which I'll tell the difference between Nordic poles and trekking poles in a moment. And they are trekking up and down mountains. So when you're in those countries, you grow up seeing people with poles and you're seeing them walking with poles. So 
there was a time, it started really with uh, cross-country skiers, and it was one uh, physiotherapist or trainer who said, you know, I do find that with our elite athletes, our cross-country skiing elite athletes, that when we're off the snow and cross-training through the off-season, when we come back in, it takes us a while to get back into the sport and get back into our aerobic capacity. So he said, why don't we just train this summer with our poles? So they just cut them down a little bit, made some modifications, and off they went. When winter came, they didn't lose anything, and they went, this is brilliant. So then that went on for a number of years, and then a smarter person said, well, why don't we just take this to the normal public? So in Europe, to see somebody with poles is nothing. Like in France, I've been told that you'll see these women even dress beautiful, (laughs) and they've got their poles, and then they push them down, and they walk into a restaurant and eat. Like it's just what they do. But here in Canada or the States too, when you see someone with poles, you're thinking they're needing it for remedial or they're needing it for their balance because this is why, you know, at the beginning you said, you don't see many people on the street with the poles. And I said, you may not. And when you see somebody on the street with the poles is because I've told them that's the best place for them to walk. And what does that mean? If I'm teaching a clinic, where I can have every age, I can have a 20, which I've had, a uh, 22-year-old hockey player who's trying to get back into shape to you and I and maybe some of your viewers who just want to take a normal walk and turn it into a full-body workout to people who might be recovering from hip and knee surgery or replacements or an athlete who's coming off of an injury. We can have everybody in that clinic learning how to Nordic pull walk. It's just how you do it. So we're walking with them because we choose to. When in Europe, going up and down mountains, you've got your trekking poles, they came down to the flat ground, everything was fine and it blew up. But no, it's got a stigma. So if you were in my clinic and I thought, you know, I'm a little worried, maybe you have high blood pressure, a bit of a heart, or maybe you're older, you're going to be walking alone. I will say to you, you know, if you're going to choose a place to walk, I recommend maybe around your neighborhood on the sidewalk. Why? It's safer in case they fall, they're seen. In case something else happens, they are seen. But in your case, Kathy, I'd say you can walk anywhere, Kathy. You can go on trails, you can go on golf courses in the winter. So the most of us are walking in bushes. So you're not going to see us on the street. I don't even like walking the street. So that's why people say, Sean, are you still doing that Nordic thing? I said, yes, 11 years later, because I'm always in places here, local like Shepherd's Bush, Tom Taylor Trail. So you won't see us walking because we choose to walk in the woods. The structure of the poles are very unique, too. So somebody might be listening going, well, they, those sticky things, or the, the points, how do you walk on the street with those? And, and the, way you, the way you train with the poles is very unique as well. That's why they need to see you or a, an instructor. They can't just pick up these poles and go, right? Yeah. You know, I say anyone can do the sport incorrectly and most do. So I don't even like to sell the poles until somebody comes to a clinic. And I, if they bought poles somewhere else, get to a clinic. And that's why I continue to teach free clinics. I know it's crazy, but I do because I really want people to do this right. Because if you do it right, you'll feel great. And if you feel great, you tell somebody else. And that's how we can make this a positive experience. So there's actually three sports out there. When people come to a clinic, I actually show them the three sports. There's trekking, There's walking with poles 
and there's Nordic Pole walking. So what is trekking? Well, 90% of the time in Canada, in the States, when you go to a store, an athletic store, a sports store, and you say, I'd like to have Nordic Poles, they will sell you a trekking pole. But a trekking pole is to go up and down mountains. So when people come to my clinic here in Ontario, I'll say, I really can't show you how to trek right now because I don't have a mountain. And trekking poles look very different. Yes, they collapse like ours do. The tips are the same. They can interchange. But it is the grip. So you've got a grip and then it's the strap. The strap is what really puts a trekking pole against a Nordic pole. A trekking pole, the strap is strictly just to put around your wrist. So when you're going up and down mountains and maneuvering around rocks and that, that this strap is around your wrist similar to our cross-country ski pole or ski pole, that if you lose your grip, you don't lose your pole down a crevice or down the mountain. That's the only purpose of that strap. The strap on a Nordic pole fits on like a glove so that you can actually, when you transfer the weight from that strap to your body, you get to engage those muscles. And if you try to Nordic pole walk with a trekking pole, there's a good chance you'll get an injury because you can't. Uh -huh. So we've got our trekkers going up and down mountains. We've got our Nordic pole walkers, which is turning a normal walk into a full body workout. But then we have walking with poles. And in that one, that would be like a senior, somebody recouping, and they're really using those poles for stability. So they'll hold the poles out front and bend their arms. So here's the basic. If you see somebody with poles with bent arms, they're walking with poles for stability. To be a Nordic pole walker, they have to have straight arms. And if you saw them from a distance and you didn't see their poles, you would think they were just walking. And it takes me an hour and a half clinic to get people. Oh, finish that. We just froze a little bit there. So it takes you an hour and a half to, to what? That's why it takes me an hour and a half to have somebody learn how to do it with straight arms mm -hmm. because we want to bend our arms. And if you bend your arms, then you can't use your core basically. So it takes a bit because it's not a normal motion we would do when we hold something in our arms, in our hands, you want to bend your arms. So most people you see out there will have bent arms. If you Google Nordic pole walking on your computer, 90% of the pictures, people are bending their arms. You can, but that's not how we get the fantastic results that we want to. Hence the sore triceps after yes, the sure. first time you do it, because uh, I remember you there. No, you need to straighten your arms. I think my arms were dog tired after I the know. end of the, it's, it's really an incredible, incredible workout. Is there anybody that it's not suited for? Would you say no? no. no. Who's it not suited for? Well, I've, I've, I've never, because Dr. Klaus and I used to go into hospitals, taking people off of walkers and canes. You know, to me, a cane is you're walking crooked for the rest of your life, one-sided. The spine doesn't want to spend the rest of its life like that. Mm -hmm. A walker, if you have a respiratory, yes, you need to have a walker to sit on, but then you're bent over looking at the ground for the rest of your life. When I can get those older people standing up straight, which now you have a straight spine and that just does everything for your body, it's amazing. I, there's really very few people, because some people come into the clinic and they may be having challenges or it's because of their age. I am having them stay at the walking with pole stage. 
and they know it. I said, you're at the walking with, you're doing it for stability, for balance. Oh, we have people in their homes just using them for exercise to get fitter to walk. So for me, it's, it's so lovely after all these years of teaching all these different kinds of aerobic classes, each one was such a niche. I don't care. You can be six, you can be 106, you can all come to the same clinic. And I'll tell you, they love it. You know, for an older person to be in a clinic with a young person, it's like, what? And they feel so good. And so it's just an amazing way to exercise. It really is. It really is. Everyone, we're going to take a quick break here and we'll be back again after this to talk with Sean. And we're going to really dive into so many of the health benefits that uh, Nordic pole walking can offer. So everybody will be back in a couple of minutes. You are listening to The Health Hub, here on Radio Maria Canada, a Catholic voice wherever you are. To contact us and be a part of the show, email 
thh at radiomaria.ca. We now continue with the program. Here once again is your host, Kathy Biasi. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking Nordic pole walking with Sean Nisbet. Now, Sean, it's it's been mentioned in our interview that there are numerous health, health benefits that are associated with um, this type of walking. And I really want to dive deeply into it. And also, I want you to reiterate that you don't have to be pounding and lifting to get all these benefits for our health. So give us, you know, what, what you think are the, you know, the top health benefits that you're seeing with your clients when they're out walking. Excellent. So actually, when people come to a clinic, I try to stick with the what I call the Coles notes of Nordic pole walking. Having said that, to date, there are over 400 clinical papers and scientific studies on the benefits of Nordic pole walking. There's a couple of studies, I think they're being done at UFT right now on pre and post breast cancer. So yes, all we do is we take these poles We put them in our hands and we do it properly. And the advantage from just walking normal is crazy. I wouldn't be doing this as my main exercise. I do miss teaching yoga. I miss teaching dance. I miss rowing. There's a lot of things that I miss doing. But, you know, as we know, we only have so many hours in in a week. So I had to kind of think, what can I do that would get me outside? Because that's kind of an advantage. It would get me outside where I can enjoy nature, where I can exercise to my last day of life with the most benefit, with the least amount of injury. Oh, Nordic pole walking, right? So here are some of the advantages. When we walk without poles, just a normal walk, we work our muscles from the belt lying down. That's about 50% of your muscles are located below your belt and about 50% above your belt. So when we're walking, we get to engage those. And that is great. Walking has brilliant benefits. I have a whole PowerPoint just on walking um, because it's brilliant. But we're not working our upper body. When we use the poles correctly and engage our upper bodies, we get to work our core. Our core is really important. Our core muscles are what keep our spine straight, allow our organs to have all the motion that they need. So we work our core and it gives you beautiful posture. But working our core What are the muscles we get to engage if we use our poles correctly? Well, you can use your rectus, which is right down your middle of your uh, abdominals. I go, well, the rectus, that's kind of good. You get to use your obliques, and that's kind of going into your waist. We get to use this huge muscle called your latissimus dorsi, which goes around your back, holds your spine in place. We get to use our upper body. We get to use our tricep. Now, when I teach a class, if it's men in the class, I'll say we're using our tricep. But if it's all women, I'll say we are using our bat wing because we don't use those muscles. So we get to engage another 40% of our muscles. And all we're doing is going for a walk. Now, those are scientific studies saying 40%. I think it might be a little bit more because I never stop talking. So there's a lot more muscles going than the scientific studies say. But we're 40% more. That's a brilliant. So if we think of that, If we are using 40% more muscles, when a muscle contracts, it uses a form of energy. And that energy is known as a K-cal. Our cars use gasoline. Our bodies use a K-cal, a calorie. So if we're using 40% of our muscles instead of just 50%, 
we can, when we begin, we can burn up to 46% more calories. So that's quite efficient. So we're using more muscles, but in using our upper body muscles, it also allows us to take about 30% of the stress off of our lower back, hips, and knees. That is brilliant. Why? Because so many people come to me and they say, Sean, I'd like to walk, but I can't. I can't because of my back. I can't because my knees are hurting. I can't because I've had hip replacement. I've had knee replacement. All these things are hurting. Then I'll say, let's learn how to do this. And they'll go, I don't hurt as much. I actually can go for a walk. We start very slow. People who thought that they had to give up walking, which if you have to give up walking, you have to give up your life because that's how we move from point A to point B, let alone just to go to our kitchens, to go to our bathroom. And if you're in pain because you can't walk, as soon as you stop walking, you lose your musculature and it's a downward slope. Everything starts to hurt to the point where you can't get out of your chair. So for me, oh my goodness, when I can show somebody who's really hurting, and sometimes we just start by using the poles, getting up and down from a seat. We may use them in the house just to do leg raises. We can use those poles for a systematic energy, and we're just starting to get fit. And then they can start to walk again. I've had people start where they can't even walk down their driveway. And now they are walking. So it's for everything. So we get to use more muscles, which is brilliant. We get to use our core muscles and a tricep, which is lovely. We get to take 30% of the stress off of our joints. Another thing is it improves your posture. Because when you are using poles, you can't bend over. So people say, oh, my, 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 my posture is getting better. I remember once I was at a health show and across, I could see this lady, this older lady, just beelining it to my table. I thought, boy, she's feisty. But, and I thought, boy, she's got great posture. Well, of course, when she came to my table, she said, dear, I just had to tell you, I've been Nordic pole walking for years. And I said, well, I just have to tell you that I could tell because she had to be in her 80s. She had a hop in her step and her posture was beautiful. One of the things that ages us so quickly is that hunched over, which we live in. And if these poles can correct that, that's beautiful. And then I'll just say one more thing is the fact that it's what we call subcortisol. Subcortisol means we can never really kill ourselves in order to pole walking unless you're doing hill work. Well, why is that so important? Well, I've trained runners my whole life, choose not to. Um, runners, they'll work so hard, they'll be up in that cortisol, meaning they're breaking down the glycogen, sugar is breaking up, giving their body fuel, their heart rates are really high. You don't want to stay there too long, nor unless you want to win a race. I don't want to win a race anymore. I trained there for years and blew my body out and got three autoimmune diseases myself when I was in my late 20s, early 30s, because I pushed myself too hard. Nordic pull walking allows you to do the muscle contractions. You're doing aerobics, but you're actually what we call subcortisol. So you never really get into that area of stress. So it's actually balancing to our hormones. It's actually very good for depression and things like that. The studies on blood sugar, the studies on heart, the studies on uh, high blood pressure are amazing. How often, Sean, do you need to um, do the Nordic pole walking to see these benefits? 
Well, if you do anything, you're going to see benefits. Anything's better than nothing. When people ask that, I always have to say, well, what are you doing now? Because you never tell somebody, oh, you should do. And we know that it's 100 by the government. It's 150 minutes of aerobics you should do in a week. But if you've got somebody who, who can't walk very far, my question to somebody is always, well, how far do you walk now? Well, dear, I can walk 10 minutes. Well, then we're going to Nordic pole walk 10 minutes. Or, you know, I walk about 30 minutes. Then you will Nordic pole walk 30 minutes. Or somebody will say, oh, I do an hour. Then I'll say, do an hour. Just know in the future that 150 minutes is kind of interesting. If you're working on weight loss, if that's what you're really wanting, you've got to move your body every day. Like it just has to be moved every day. And you may be starting at that 10 minutes and gradually increasing. Interesting thing with that, if somebody walks an hour, if you can, don't be doing more than you should. Because what's going to happen if you do more than you can, and you will with Nordic poles, because your body doesn't hurt as much. So it's a real common thing for people to start walking. They feel so good because nothing's hurting the way it used to. And they've got something to think about. And then they look and they go, oh, my goodness, I'm out. I have to get back home. And that's actually caused problems for some people. Oh. So put yourself on a timer. Here's a funny story. I had these two ladies who came and it was probably around September that they came. They took a clinic together and they walked together. They were related in some capacity. And then they told me this funny story that the, all the families were meeting for Thanksgiving as they did back then. And the two of them said, well, we've got everything. Let's just go for a quick walk around the block, right? Because they just loved it. So off they go. They started talking. Oh, my goodness. By the time they were the cookers, by the time they got back, things were overcooked. The Because they got talking. It was a beautiful day. And then they went, oh, my goodness, we're out 40 minutes. So that was kind of funny. So it is such a beautiful exercise for that. Now, let's talk about if somebody walks for an hour. If you walk for an hour, the basic healthy person might do 6,000 steps, you know, people wear Fitbits. I choose not to because I just like to enjoy nature. But if you do a Fitbit, oh, I took, I took maybe in a normal slow walk 6,000 steps when you start. But if you think about that, that's 6,000 steps, that's 3,000 steps with your right leg, 3,000 steps with your left leg. If you're using the straps, that also means that your oblique at the side of your core just contracted 3,000 times. Your tricep, the back of your arm, just contracted 3,000 times. Being a personal trainer years ago, and Kathy, you might come to me and say, Sean, Got to use my bat wing, right? We all have to. And I'll say, okay, Kathy, here's a weight. Let's do eight repetitions and then we talked a little too much and we did eight more repetitions and there we are we did 16 repetitions in your workout and then I say Kathy I'll see you on Thursday and then you phone me on Wednesday night and you say I can't come today I'll see you next Tuesday that meant that in a week you did 18 contractions we go on a Nordic pole walk and we can do 3,000 in an hour well, breaking it down like that really does show you how, um, what, what an incredible exercise it really is. You've really got me, you know, I have to get back to it. I really do have to get back to it. Now, the, the area of interest, uh, you know, you piqued my interest when you said there were studies in the area of 
uh, breast cancer, post breast cancer surgery. I'm assuming that may have to do something with the lymphatic system. Is that correct? That is, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, and something sometimes I don't go there in a talk, even though we know that breast cancer is off the charts, right? So when we learn about breast cancer and, you know, when you're working with people, Kathy, probably know with the yoga, it's all these arm motions for somebody to do for the lymphatic system. As you know, your lymphatic system picks up all the debris in your body and takes it to your lymph nodes. And some of those lymph nodes are in your armpit in that area. Well, we've got them in our groin, we've got them in our neck, we've got them there. We want to keep the lymphatic system moving. It doesn't move with your heartbeat, your vascular system does. So your vascular system arteries and that, it, you don't have to think about it. It's going to be working when you're sitting still because the heart pushes it through. Lymphatic system doesn't have a pump. The only pump our lymphatic system has to move all this debris through our body so that to help our immune system stay strong is through motion. But if we go for a walk and our hands are in our pockets, there's no motion in that upper body lymph nodes in the armpit area. If you're one hand in your pocket and talking on a cell phone, no motion. If you are one hand on your phone and a coffee in the other, these are all things I see in the forest, by the way, which I just go, what are you doing? There could be so much more going on there. (laughs) (laughs) So when we use those poles, and it's not that we're swinging, because some people, oh, Sean, I really swing my arms. Swinging is good, but it's not a contraction. But when we get that contraction and relaxation with the pole motion, they find that women preoperative, it helps strengthen those areas for time of operating because it doesn't matter what you're going in for, any operation or even an illness beforehand. If you're fitter, you will get through it easier. So they're having women do it before. And then they're seeing that afterwards, it really helps to build up those areas. You imagine that's exactly for you, Kathy, you could be teaching that to your clients. I actually could, Sean. It's, it's, it's brilliant. If you were to Google breast cancer and Nordic pole walking, the studies would start c- coming up. I, I think it's just brilliant. You've just put a light, shone yeah. a light in my head there. Is that the right and, thing to say? Yeah. Light yes, went off and, of my head. And I think it would be beautiful to have somebody like you who that is your niche. And then you can give those women an exercise. I have a woman right now just getting through all of her chemo. And she's Sean, I just can't exercise. I can't Nordic pole walk. I said, no, 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 no. Get your poles beside your bed, push them down, get yourself up and out of your bed. Brilliant, right? Uh-huh. Take those poles standing there and just twist your body. Yeah. yeah. And movement is just so vital. Movement. Yeah. And I think we need to come into that space where we're not doing the Jane Fonda, no pain, no gain, but we're also understanding the value of movement and it's that sweet spot. And honestly, I don't know if it's a maturity thing or if it's just the way our minds are, the harder, the better, but um, we do need to honor our bodies. And I think Nordic pole walking is a, a perfect exercise to do that, to gain all the wonderful benefits of exercise and movement without the punishment of extreme exercise. Now, if someone is listening, and and I'm sure there are a lot of people that are intrigued by this, where could they go to find out, you know, tell us where they could go to find out more about Nordic pole walking in their area. And then if someone's in the Toronto area, how they can get in touch with you if they want some information. Yep. So um, I have a website, which is just my name, 
Um, and you can go there and learn about Nordic pole walking. So my website is just my name, seannisbet.com. Um, and I'm sure you'll put it somewhere there, Kathy, so I won't spell yes, it I will. now. But we also have our main website. It's nordics.com. It's spelled N-O-R-D-I-X-X. And that's only because Dr. Klaus, when he came to Canada, wanted to name it Nordic. And they wouldn't give it to him because Nordic is is all the poles. So it didn't make sense. So that's why it's called Nordics. So the company is called Nordics, N-O-R-D-I-X-X. There is a link on that says find a group. I will tell you right now, a lot of the instructors are not teaching because of COVID, Mm -hmm. but we can find your people can email me and ask, and I will phone Greg, who's our president and say, tell me what instructors are teaching in your area for groups. Other than that, I continue to teach free clinics every other weekend for 11 years. They're very different now. Before it was anybody could come. I have to limit my numbers to 10. I'm being very respectful. I limit to 10. They have to fill a COVID form out before. They have to disinfect hands when they come. They can purchase a set or watch and learn or bring their own poles. I can't loan poles right now. And we wear masks and we stay six feet apart. But I couldn't not because I've never had so many people who want to learn this sport until now. Mm -hmm. Like we always would have great, but people, I I have nothing else to do or I can't go south this summer, Sean. I'm here. I need something to do. Will they make my walking in the winter safer? Well, yes, we get to do all that muscle contraction and all that stuff. But yes, it does make it safer. I teach people how to walk on ice, what to put on their boots when they are. We take those little feet off, which are rubberized for sidewalks and that we take them off and we have a tip that keeps us safer. So I never cancel. We walk on ice. We will hit ice, but we teach people how to. So people feel safer walking because there's a huge part of our population that the reason they go south is because they don't want to slip. And two winters ago was probably the iciest winter I'd ever walked in. And it was scary. But when you know how to do it, you can. The last thing you want to do is to not be able to go away this winter and you're stuck in your house for four months because we need to stay healthy to fight a normal cold and flu season, right? A hundred percent. And I think especially coming into this season, we need to get outdoors and uh, our mental, our mental health really needs to be moving and outside. And uh, when you make a commitment to a program like yours, you, you have something to look forward to and something on the docket. So thank you, Sean. Uh, thank you so much for sharing this. It's such a wonderful, wonderful sport. And um, for you to take the time, I know you're so busy with all of, of the people that you're instructing and your own uh, business. So I do appreciate you coming on the show. Well, thank you. I love, not many people, I always want to talk about other things, to be able to share this Nordic pole walking because there's so many misconceptions out there. So thank you, Kathy. And coming from you, who's kind of come to a clinic and you go, well, yeah, it's not, it's not that bad. No, it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. And you've reignited my, my uh, admiration for it. So everybody, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Thank you, Sean. And we'll all talk to you next week on The Health Hub.
You have been listening to The Health Hub, hosted by Kathy Biasi, here on Radio Maria Canada.